Well, tonight, cybersecurity. And unfortunately, 2021 was a banner year for ransomware gangs who extorted millions upon millions of dollars from American companies. Throughout the last two years, we've been watching the rise of cyber attacks. It's not just financial institutions like banks anymore. Security experts are calling a cyber attack on the nation's largest fuel pipeline the worst right yet. Now, a Russian-based hacking group dubbed Nobilium, the group responsible for last week's solar winds attack, is engaging in another major hack. Another stunning cyber attack would appear to be Russian criminals again targeting a major American company. We saw it in critical infrastructure like water treatment facilities. A hacking attack on a water treatment plant is raising big questions about the vulnerability of critical facilities nationwide. For the 15,000 residents of Oldsmar, Florida, the increase of sodium hydroxide in the water supply could have caused vomiting, chest, and abdominal pain. We saw it in one of the country's largest gas operators. Long lines outside gas stations up and down the East Coast, a consequence of a hack on Colonial Pipeline, the operator of the largest gasoline pipeline in the United States. And we even saw it in one of the largest meat producers in the world, JBS. The cyber attack today forced the cancellation of two shifts that idled thousands of workers on what should have been a big back-to-work day for the business. Now, those lost shifts and other slowdowns across the sector translated into big declines in beef and pork production for the entire country. That makes this cyber attack a strike against the nation's potential food security. With all these attacks on critical pieces of the supply chain, companies and governments alike are slowly realizing that we need to beef up our cybersecurity. It's fair to say the only limit broadly in cyber these days is the limits of the imagination, because there's almost no limit to what you can do. Today at Things Have Changed Podcast, we're going to talk to you about how these cyber attacks can affect your daily life and how you can protect yourself and your company. If you had known how important the technology economy was 20 years ago, Would you have done things differently? The internet, cell phones, the cloud, and data. Things have changed. We're here to talk about it. Hi, I'm Jed. Hi, I'm Shikhar. Welcome to Things Have Changed, your new economics and technology podcast. Have you already found out if you've ever gotten hacked before do you know if you've been hacked before see that's the thing right i don't know if i've been hacked yeah i'm assuming i might have got hacked you you definitely got hacked bro. yeah yeah. there's just there's two populations there's the people who know they've been hacked and there's the people who don't know wow okay so (laughs) have you been preparing for that line all week that sounded no, so, actually that, so that just came out of my ass. <laughs> let, let me just share with you something. I was looking for how do I find out if I was hacked? All right. That's a simple question because all the cybersecurity news coming up in 2021, I was like, fuck, there's probably a possibility that somebody's breached me in the cyber sense. Okay. Don't, so- <laughs> don't say that ever again. <laughs> So I, I went on to look for ways I can find that out. There's this website, bro. It's called um, Have I Been Pwned. You know that website? No. I don't want to okay. even type that into my browser. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't type it, but it actually is pretty What if the site helpful. that tells you that you are going to be hacked is the 
Hacker Central. I thought about that. I thought about that. I pressed <laughs> it and I was like, like "Fuck it, exception, dude. <laughs> Fuck it. No, no, no. They had this in one of the the boot camps I did for cyber, and it, it's just a place where you check if you've been compromised. If you put in a data point, your phone number, you know, your email, whatever. So I put in my email. No surprise there. Obviously, I've been hacked. All right, multiple places. But you know what I did? I checked your email, bro. No, bro, don't, don't <laughs> do such stuff. Don't do such stuff. No, it's secure. I mean, it's not like they're gonna. There's any personal information about Dude, your you com- email, bro. Okay, it's it's you it's compromising yourself is one thing. You compromise <laughs> me without my knowledge, dude. This is literally a suable offense. No, no, no. All you do, dude. I, is all I'm saying is you your better email. lawyer up because I'm coming for your ass. I don't know what. What do you have in that? All right, house, but. come for all my two cents. All right, because that's all I have. <laughs> After this, uh, this crypto market crashed, I don't have shit for you to sue. Yeah, but you know, this website helps you find out basically if if your your the applications that you've used have been hacked. Okay, so okay. data breaches, data leaks, etc. Um, it's pretty popular actually in the cyber community to kind of just check. You know, should I be changing my email now? You know, you know that tutoring service. Um, check that had all the math answers for them during um, school that was the you just sign up for that yeah. service that was the go-to yeah all to get all, all those formulas you couldn't isn't yeah, that dude, like that's it's so, up there it's so odd that it is common knowledge that all your assignments in school is in a database online and everyone uses <laughs> it isn't that wild your professors are lazy as fuck that's just something they you should keep in mind the assignments <laughs> the same for like 20 years that people have like translated it into multiple languages. But anyway, this site, you know, we'll we'll link it in our description. Is somewhere where you can go. Dude, and we've just been check, bad you know. at that. We've been bad at that. We've been yeah. saying, "Hey, we're going to link this," and then we are like, "Ah, screw it. They don't need it." Yeah, because that, <laughs> that's your true. job, guys. It's, prob- <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> it's down there. We're we're gonna put it down there. But basically, it's just a site that you go to to check out where you've been breached, etc. So. You know, that's one of the first things you can do just to find out should you be changing your email. You shouldn't even be having just one email anyway at this point. But, you know, all these topics coming up and here things have changed. We like to cover the digital economy, right? And that's been growing over the past couple of years. Now, what comes with the growth of the digital economy is also the growth of risk in the area of the digital economy, right? Namely, cybersecurity risks. And COVID-19 kind of, you know, pushed us. A lot of us just started working from home. We went online. This age has brought us to a place where cybersecurity risks are at an all-time high. And we've kind of seen that in the numbers. Generally, people would rather take convenience over security. So like, say, check, right? It needs you to have an account on it. What's the easiest solution here? Well, sign in through Facebook or sign in through Google, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and that's a really easy way for you to now send your authentication details to another site. And that's your primary email or primary Facebook account that has all your personal details. So I think even on an individual level, people tend to forget about the bad, the negative side of having this convenience life while surfing the web every single day. And then you scale yeah. that across like industries where, you know, people don't really, it's it's hard to gauge what's out there. Like didn't that Equifax, so Equifax, at least in the US, is the entity that 
has all your information about your what social security, social security. and stuff so it basically yeah. gives you the identity it links you up to okay this is that person based on this number and that's why you know he's an outstanding citizen he can get loans or not right and those guys what they that hack was ridiculous i mean think about it your entire monetary and personal details is out there for people to poach and use as you mentioned i mean if you just think about it technically there's more phones on the internet there's more people on the internet your cars as we were talking about in the previous episodes have become like little devices in themselves that are connected to the internet as well you know and and as these new technologies like solar power um you know electric cars as well are all now connected to some kind of centralized system this risk just becomes uh more noticeable for us especially with the recent hack dudes yeah. i mean in the last year in 2021 right it's just so many large companies reporting uh ransomware attacks and it's kind of nuts cuz like before I don't know if you've ever had friends in the financial industry, but banking is a place that's kind of, you know, they're familiar with with cybercrime. They have cybercrime divisions. You know, they spend a lot of money on keeping uh, customer data safe because that that's where the money is. You know, they've had cybercrime intelligence um, and all these kind of different jobs that didn't exist in, in other industries before. And they get paid a lot of money to do what they do. But the change that happened in 2021 is, it's not only in banking now, dude. It's in every other system that's been affected. I, I still can't get past the fact that Equifax or Equifax allowed, dude, 147 million people. Yeah. That's half the population of the United States. Their social, securities, social security numbers are out there. And I think uh, literally the website is uh, <laughs> for you to claim I think they they agreed to give like half a billion or something to the people that were affected. So if yeah, one in two people got it are affected. So check out the yeah, just Google it. EquifaxBreachSettlement.com. That's what it is, <laughs> and you'll get your money. But you had the Solar Winds hack. You had the yeah uh, pipelines. Yeah, yeah. The pipelines, yeah. hospitals. But those- Food. Yeah, the the, right? the data breaches. I feel like that one. We're kind of we've seen that on the news a lot, um, even in the past five, ten years. Right, like these uh, software companies, these IT companies that have accidentally, not accidentally, but released our data through an attack. Right, and and what's different about twenty twenty one? I feel like is all the different infrastructure attacks. Like I feel like we've seen that in other places in the world. You know. Like uh, with NotPetya, um, that's a virus that was in uh, Ukraine that turned off energy grids, right? Which that was pretty significant way back in the day, early 2000s. But if you think about it, that kind of infrastructure attack hasn't come to America at this scale. So it's kind of crazy to see, like you just pointed out the colonial pipeline, um, you know, hack that happened in, in May of last year. Um, where the, So colonial pipelines, to give you an idea... They run half, they operate half of the gas stations um, in the East Coast, half of gas production. So the entire East Coast, after when this was hacked, right, and it came out, this line goes from all the way from Texas to New Jersey, where I'm at right now, right? And it supports all those gas stations. People were starting to line up for gas, and it was like 
you know, blocks and blocks of people um, waiting for gas. Because they had to stop production for a couple of days, five days to be exact, right? These cyber criminals had them for, held them for ransom, turned off systems, um, didn't let them operate them, and asked for you know $4 million at the time to get released so that they could just operate business. So it's like different now. It's instead of gathering some customer data and you know possibly putting it out on the dark web, now they're stopping certain critical infrastructures like pipelines yeah. and holding them for ransom. So it's really extended a scope, dude. It's basically like Die Hard, but being played out where there's an <laughs> evil guy asking you for money or world domination and holding a gas pipeline under um, hostage. Straight out of a movie. I mean, did you hear about that case in Florida where that one water treatment plant got hacked and they were increasing uh, the pH levels. They were increasing one particular chemical in the water uh, that was going to make it really bad for Floridians to drink that water. Isn't that the plot for like Batman Begins? Where he's going to put oh, the, straight up. The, <laughs> straight the, up. the nerve gas yeah. in the water? That's literally right? it. You know, And it's kind of crazy to imagine like that's a possibility now. There could be a hack and my water could be poisonous for me. Like, what the heck? Yeah, the, the, the one that was with uh, the meat company, JPS, yeah, that was yeah. crazy. Because, I mean, in addition to all the supply chain problems that we've had over the past two years, mm -hmm. JBS, uh, the company, had no choice but to act actually like dole out the hacking request, which was... 11 million dollars as ransom they needed to do yeah they, otherwise they back. would have stopped yeah. production yeah and and that's a huge risk for them this is the world's largest meat processing company not just yes. you know just a side shop so you know huge supply chain so you're willing to just okay you know 11 million let's just give it to them so that we don't have to deal with this but think about it it's kind of getting brazen you know with yeah with everything online now everything has um has a potential compromising maybe it is an algorithm or maybe it is specific things within um the software that you could get into remotely like your tesla or whatever i mean these things are built with great care and you have teams and teams of uh, security engineers mm -hmm. actually shoring up the defenses but all it takes is one one kink, one kink in the armor, and you can can get in. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Is that you know the the attacks have gotten more brazen for sure. I mean, these are large companies, right? These are large companies that that make billions of dollars in revenue, and they don't have a good security apparatus. Imagine the smaller companies, dude. The smaller companies that don't have the infrastructure to deal with this kind of stuff. Even if they were told, hey, you know, we're holding it for ransom. We want $20 million. Well, $20 million is all I've made in the last 30 years, you know? So if you can imagine those smaller companies, they are absolutely at risk. Medium-sized to small companies who are also getting, um, who are also moving online. And this is still a large risk. I mean, it's not just companies. Institutions as well, dude. Like, there was a case in Ireland early of last year, which I was shocked about because why would you do that? But there were these cyber criminals who um, held this hospital, the National Hospital for Ireland, um, hostage for their systems as well. Why would you do that during a global pandemic? It's nuts. Like, I can't believe they would do that. 
And, you know, they threatened to release like patient records and stuff like that. And they didn't want to um, pay the ransom. So what they essentially did was go back to pen and paper for the recordings, right? And they had to go back to this type of operations because they didn't have the infrastructure to deal with this kind of ransomware attack, you know? And it's kind of sad if you think about it, like during the time it was still COVID hot, you know? Like it wasn't like it was getting anything any easier for the healthcare professionals, but that was something I was shocked about. Like, why would you hold them for ransom? It's it's wild, dude. So there's this game where hacking is the core element of the game. It's called like Watchdogs, and it's super famous and it's super nifty. Where you know it, it's kind of like a GTA game uh, for the gamers out there. They know what I'm talking about. It's like a GTA type open world game where you can just take a car and just drive it, right? So say you crash into a pole and the cops come after you, you could technically, in the game, hack into the police's transmission and yeah. send them elsewhere. You know, things like that. This this is the core part of the game. Like, you hack into everyday items like phones, electronics, pipes, traffic lights, to your advantage. So it's pretty nifty. And why I'm bringing this up is because we saw something recently where uh, Cloudflare, um, a company that works on cybersecurity, announced that uh, one of their partners, Verdana, actually saw like close to 150,000 surveillance cameras hacked, where hackers actually... Jesus Christ. Hackers were able to enter into these cameras and access these live videos, dude, of companies, factories, jail cells, you name it. And this was done just to show that they could do it. You know, it wasn't for a monetary exchange. Yeah. It was a show of this is possible. We can leverage this, you know, like a white, uh, what is it called? White, white hat, hat hacker. White hat hackers. Yeah. 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 Damn. Somebody could have been watching me. I have a lot of cameras in the house. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you got to put those things that cover your cameras. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> On the laptop, on everything. I even have that for my my webcam. Just flip that switch on. And and you know there there are like groups of hackers called like white hat hackers. They're actually doing it to expose these kinks so that these companies can fix it. These institutions can fix it. You know yeah. before it gets yeah. to that level. And that's nice. But there's not everybody's a white hat hacker. You know. So it, it's just interesting that that this is spreading to different institutions and. Now we're being forced with the question of, you know, am I really safe going into this company, signing up for this service, et cetera? Like, you don't know. Everybody's exposed at that level already. Um, and it's crazy how it's hitting elsewhere. So how can companies kind of protect themselves from this type of risk? A new type of product is coming out. We we touched on this a little bit in our cybersecurity episode before, but I don't know if you remember, but we talked about um, cyber insurance <laughs> and companies signing up for cyber insurance, you know? And it was interesting because I was reading this article talking about, you know, does cyber insurance actually work? Because all these companies, the companies that were hacked, at least some of them have cyber insurance. But what have these cyber insurance companies done when they've gotten hacked, right? They've actually helped pay for the ransom. That's that's what happens. The, cyber, the, the insurance companies help pay for the ransom, which actually in turn encourages the hackers to hack again. 
you know, and that's kind of the conundrum when it comes to uh, cyber insurance at the moment. Uh, that's what I'm hearing, at least across the board, um, that, you know, it's it's not that it's pointless, but in situations like this, it's kind of like the phenomenon in, in uh, economics that we call asymmetric information. We don't have all the best information. One party has better information than the other. And, you know, in, in, for example, we can compare that to insurance, health insurance, right? The companies probably know how much it would take if you broke your foot, how much it would take to fix that. They probably have great estimates for that, right? They probably have a model. They probably have the same similar examples in the past that they can use to model how much they're actually going to pay for that. What about cyber, dude? There's no way. There's no way you can have accurate levels of predictions, um, an, a, the right model to predict how much you're actually going to pay for um, your vulnerabilities. And that's another place where like small, medium-sized companies can't even participate because it's way too expensive to get cyber insurance for certain types. What are you doing today to protect yourself? Like, What are your main, main ways that you think you're protecting yourself against you know, cyber criminals and whatnot? I feel like you yourself, um, you're a pretty protective person in general. You don't like your data being in places. You don't like logging in yeah. into somebody's laptop and shit like that. Like, what do you do to protect yourself? I think the VPNs have been really helpful. It's a must-have, I think, going forward, where you have um, software that masks. It's an application that masks your IP, your the address that you use to actually access the internet. Uh, the web browser, right? So having something that masks it helps. Uh, I think that's a really important tool to use these days. Uh, and Proton VPN is usually something that I use. Another thing is just having multi-factor authentication. Like every app that you right. sign into, you need to have a Google authenticator. Don't sign up for the send a code to your phone kind of method in the 2FA. <laughs> Don't keep your phone as a 2FA method because your phone has so many vulnerabilities. Like Because it depends on the cell network and how secure that is, which is not that secure. So your AT&T, Verizon, all of that stuff. So yeah, yeah. have you know one of these authenticator apps. So that's one. And also keep updating your phones because usually yeah. uh, you know your Apple phones, your MacBooks, it sends out updates, software patches to patch something that they noticed within. Immediately, immediately do it. You know, <laughs> that's just that's just like the fastest way. That's the easiest way you can secure yourself. At least update your damn systems. You know. That's just one of the things where like you you push it so many times because you're like, I don't have time for this or what's it going to change, you know? The new features, I don't even feel. It's not about the features, yo. It's about the patches. Yeah. It's about what they're fixing. Yeah, and a, a couple of other ways, I guess, is like, you know, just don't use the same password across the board. That's just like the most basic thing you could do. What, what we've started doing at least um, that, you know, we've used a lot more in the last two years is one uh, password sometimes annoying, but it, it helps out a lot that like it generates a password for you. It stores all the passwords that you have across the different sites. Um, and you know, that way you don't have to necessarily remember what your password is. You can remember your password for one place, which is for one password. And then it can remember all the other passwords for you over there. Now, yeah. I think that's an effective way to manage it. But, you know, it's just that it's be it's not the best, but it is better than how I used to do it, which is write it on pieces of paper and keep it around the house. 
it's it's probably what you do what you did is probably the most secure way of doing it uh if you're good at it at maintaining yeah uh, maintaining a logbook and stuff so people out there who are in invested in crypto and stuff use wallets use all of that this is a must you know what to do you have to write your key uh, your seed phrase on a piece of paper and hold it to your dear life because because if <laughs> someone gets access to that to you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're done. I too many stories, bro. Yeah. Too many stories too of my friends stories getting that, yeah. getting robbed, like in that space. They made so much money off Bitcoin, Ethereum, etc. And they're just like, yeah, I didn't think about security before, and now after they've gotten robbed tens of thousands of dollars, they're literally wearing the you know those keys that you carry around ledgers. They literally no, not even just the ledgers. Like there's one for the ledger. There's one for accessing anything on their computer anything oh one God. physical key yeah. to make sure that you you can't even log into any of his devices if you don't input that key into your computer you know what i mean like that's yeah, yeah, the I next level of security where you know you're you're doing a lot a lot of um areas of authentication which is not just physical self now you have something that you know something that you have you know something that makes you unique um to anybody who's going to be hacking you so this is one of the ways um, that you can you can avoid yeah. those things. I just googled it. It's like Ubico security key, and yep, that's that's and you can get it from famous. Amazon. Yeah, yeah, where it keeps everything for you. You have to use some some of them. You have to use biometrics to even get into the the key. You have to touch it. You know, it's 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 a yeah. more secure way to go about things. I mean, not everyone needs to do it, but at least yeah. shore up your base level. You know. Uh, access into the internet right so right. get a vpn get, get a password manager and and just make sure your passwords are airtight because that's the easiest way people can get it uh don't have things like zero 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 or password or guest because <laughs> that is just you're just inviting trouble there yeah yeah don't have an extra network just for the guests and make it passwordless okay <laughs> just that's just not the way to go and yeah. do business okay and you know, for, for all of, for what's new in our generation is a lot of us are on social media nowadays. And that's also the next few generations that are going to be addicted to social media. I mean, there are some basic things you can do to protect yourself while on those platforms. You know, don't post personal information. You know what I mean? Don't tell them where you're at all the time. People can see that publicly. He says you know? while he was driving around New Jersey during a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? I was just testing out the car right outside the lot. But that's, yeah, my girlfriend posted a video of me driving in the snow, um, testing out the car. <laughs> I saw like street that, names and stuff, dude. I, I can Nah, I can. nah, nah, you can't. I made sure, dude. I, I did my reconnaissance to make sure that was, um, that was anonymous. No, but for real, like posting, checking into places and things like that, especially when you're at risk of, of getting hacked already. You know that a lot of your data is out there. You have assets to protect, et cetera. Like, just don't make it easy for people to see that shit. Maybe delay it. Maybe if you ate at this cute place, you want to share it with people, maybe tell them like two days after you were actually there. You know, things like that. Like, you can actually curb a lot of these silly social engineering hacks, you know? Yeah. And, you know, one last thing, I guess this... This is where my parents have been a victim of, um, and I'm so, so mad at the fact that this is still done today. Like scammers online and on the phone 
who are asking for specific details. A lot of us who live in this age, we don't we don't really think about that anymore. Like we know that that's probably a scam. We know that somebody asking for a social online is probably a scam. But a lot of the older generations don't, right? Like they're not used to people being that conniving and planning this whole like cyber attack on you, your life. You know what I mean? Like that's something that's not so inherent to them. So if you're a listener that hasn't been really weary about, you know, giving personal information away, even email, even credit card information when you're on the phone calling your pizza guy, you know, calm down. You can do that stuff in person. There's a lot more safe ways to do that thing instead of giving that information over the phone, um, online, etc. Yeah. Just find a base level to protect yourself. All for shop online. Just have just have one email that's not tied to your primary email where you can send all this spam stuff. So all those new newsletters, all of that can go into one email just so that you have that. You don't need to hand over your personal details every single time. Uh, so keep Have like different names for these accounts. You don't need to be Jed everywhere. You could be, <laughs> I don't know, Dej. You could do something, but you don't need to be Jed right that's that's an example yeah, yeah. Um, your alter egos if you're in a startup right now there's a lot of ways that you can prevent yourself from being a victim or your startup from being a victim of cybersecurity threats a lot of the things we just mentioned for ourselves on a personal level you can do at a company wide level right educate your your employees educate the people in your company about how this can affect you you heard about all those headlines already we're connecting it here for you so what you can do is just, at the very least, educate your employees about um, suspicious emails. Don't click on shit. Phishing emails are still one of the main ways social engineering is done uh, with an attack, with a cyber attack on companies. So as the digital economy gets bigger, the risks coming from cyber crime is also getting bigger. What we've learned from this episode is that there are cyber attacks across all types of industries, and we need to be vigilant and proactive about keeping our systems safe. If you want to check out more episodes on cybersecurity, go ahead and check out Cybersecurity, How Nation States Are Hacking Corporations, and Cybersecurity, How Companies Are One Hack Away From Disaster, both recorded in 2021 here at Things Have Changed Podcast. Thanks again for listening to another episode of THC. Also, don't forget to let us know how we're doing so far and what you'd like to see in the future by checking out thingsofchangepodcast.com and hitting the contact us button. We really appreciate you for listening to our podcast. And as we always say here at Things of Change Podcast, stay curious. In this case, about how you cyber secure yourself.